Kabbalah. It means holy worship. Join me, your host, Robert Randall, as we delve into biblical instrumentation and music history to discover the sounds behind the words of our Savior, Yeshua Messiah. I'm your host today, Alexander Hislop. You might know that name from the best-selling book, The Two Babylons, which ripped the Calaholic Church one set up on the other. I'm filling in for your host, Robert Randall, today, because it's been a bit wee under the weather. Today we're going to talk about instruments from my home country, the bagpipe, or the symphonia. If that sounds familiar, it's because it was in an episode in Season 1 of Kadosh Shakar. Father in heaven, we thank you thanks today for this show on Hebrew Nation Radio. Thank you for the little station in Oregon that produces the gospel content to save people and to minister to them in the Torah. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing in the body of Christ all over the globe. We thank you for delivering us from spiritual and physical sinful bondage. We pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit, which is Scottish, would fall upon everyone listening here today, and for the preservation of the Protestant Presbyterian Scottish Church. Father, we commend this time to you, and we give you thanks and all the glory and praise, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Listen, Ponya. This instrument is perhaps the most vibrant evolution through its linguistic and cultural history. While the symphonia sound is not suited for most indoor settings. What is that? Mr. Randall, did you write this? You bloody haggis, I'm going to have to have a word with you. It certainly is suited for indoor settings, you bloody haggis. <sighs> Continuing on. It certainly fits with, one, with the one scriptural passage from which it is mentioned. A setting outdoors or in wilderness areas, solo or in a group, it is hauntingly beautiful, aye that it is, to which its modern rendition of the bagpipe is an adequate function. Oh, here it is now, the army court of bagpipers, playing their march. Oh, listen to that glorious sound. Oh, laddie, that's like a warm shot of coffee and scotch. Right, let's continue reading with what Mr. Andrew said. Recording our mistranslation of the symphonia and its proper definition as a dulcimer. Dr. Steiner in his book in the previous section season 1 on the Sotery contended that the Sotarine, the dulcimer, should have been the proper translation in the authorised version in place of the symphonia. The cultural revolution of this instrument is strong in its roots. Greece called their bagpipe the Oscalus, translated as letter bottle. The elevation of the Alos pipe, Rome had a similar meaning, tibia or tricorium, Germany is the Sackfoy, Italy is the Sampogna, or the Sampogna, also rendered Carfone, were instruments used as far back as the Middle Ages. Their Sampogna Piva would mean hornpipe. France and Italy over time, in the evolution of the Musette, the Musetto and the Musette provided the musical style for bagpipes under the same name Musette. France also had a rendition of a bagpipe. 
die net in bana. Gerich rendering is the pioch mo. The Welsh is pabo. The Rebens name theirs the Sakura or the Sakura. India had their own pronounced Tarti or Tauri. Other instruments from this region are the Seven Old City and the familiar sounding Magondi used by snake charmers. The most familiar in Christian Protestant circles were Scottish and the Irish circles lay claim to the most ancient as well as the most superior bagpipes. From this literary library of culture diversity, two bagpipes are produced. One is much like the double-piped olives of Greece, however the scales are in use in parallel to each other. Another family of pipes were doubled, one for the bass or tenor drone in the bag, while the others played the melodic notes. That's the one you're hearing now, ladies and lasses. The debate and origin of the Chaldean or Greek-rooted instrument arises because of linguistics. However, because as we have stated prior, that such an area of history cannot provide ultimate reliable answers, and thus subjective agnosticism is dealt with an open mind. Sadly, Daniel chapter 3, 5, 7, 10, and 15 are the only biblical verses that mention the symphonia. When the passage says, all sorts of music, it's not hard to want to imagine such a setting would provide a haunting provocative sound to move people into such religious devotion. By modern standards, music moves us to idolize great artists or through cultural fandoms. Given the king had his sway as a ruler and now attempting to do it over the people, no doubt, but obligated as monocular patrons. In conclusion, despite a, min- a minute mention in the scripture, this instrument has one of the strongest linguistic and cultural revolutions buried in construction. It has stood the test of time as one of the most iconic instruments. Why that it is. Oh, listen to them drums. Gorgeous. Oh. Choppy laddies. Pipers. Hey, listen to that. Those are just more to make you get on the dance floor, lads and lasses. Hey, tap your feet to it. There you go. This is way better than that lame Irish liver dance stuff. Well, lads and lasses, brothers and sisters in Christ, thank you for the time here. It's been a blast sharing the bagpipe with you. But I must check out Mr. Randall now and see if he's okay. Till next time, meet you on the Hethkin. That's Gaelic for see you next week, lads and lasses. And hello, Kadoshika family. It's Robert Randall here, back again, doing much better. Thank you, Alexander, for filling in for me. Uh, you did a great job. 
And my apologies for insulting the <laughs> the caliber of the bagpipe indoors, but it's not my favorite instrument. Needless to say, thank you for what you did, and thank you for the two Babylons for what it's worth. As badly written in the book as it is, but hey, who am I to judge? You've been dead for a long time. So, I'm going to let you listen to the rest of this, and I'm going to take a break, clear my throat, and then we'll be back. Family Messiah, Robert Randall here once again. Hope you enjoyed the Army Bagpipe Corps of Engineers. I found it actually torturous, so I figured if I had to suffer through it listening to it uh, while recording it for you, I figured you would have to enjoy the same torture. The reason why I picked Alexander Hislop as the presenter today, not only because he was Scottish, but because he's had a big impact on the Messianic movement, for better or worse. He's also had a major impact in the Jehovah Witnesses. I know this because I was a Jehovah Witness for 10 years. And much of the history behind them from the late 1800s up until the early 1990s, he was a big supporter uh, of the Jehovah Witnesses doctrine that they do not celebrate pagan holidays. And so there's much of that similarity in the Hebrew Roots movement. And unfortunately, to our detriment, we've used his book far too long at defending bogus or really erroneous historical claims that are outdated or have no truth in them whatsoever. Um, the works of Ralph Woodrow, among many, many others, uh, have disproven Hislop's book. While it was well-intentioned as an, as an apologetic work against the Catholic Church, Unfortunately, he went too far and exaggerated in many respects. But nonetheless, I felt it was a fun thing to do. I think we need to have fun on these shows, you know. We need to be creative, and I enjoyed doing the voices that I did in Daniel in uh, Season 1 on The Silver Liar Part 2. And I thought, I'm going to have some fun with this. It's a bagpipe. It's Scottish. I'm going to really enjoy myself. So I hope you enjoyed that, uh, that creativity from my, from my, at my expense, really. I'd like to give you an update as to what I'm doing with the show to give it an update. On the Hibernation music page where this show is located, as well as in the podcast descriptions, when you go on the Hibernation music page or in your podcasts, look at the descriptions below. You will not only see links for the podcast platforms, but I'm going to be adding video links 
so that you can visually understand the instruments I'm talking about from a modern perspective. So when I recorded the excerpt from the BBC documentary, The Harp, you'll be able to see that. You'll have a link to it. You'll be able to access it and watch the whole, I think it's two-hour-long documentary. This will really be beneficial for your study because you'll now have a modernized icon that you can reference with uh, within these documentaries and historical excerpts that I'm able to uh, give you in these visual video links. You'll be able to have a reference that you can go to and say, oh, that's what it looks like. That's pretty cool. And so just look out for those updates as I bring them. Another reason for doing this is so that you can see parts of these videos that I had no time to record in a 30-minute segment. Uh, for example, when I did the recording on the Ugav, the, the Chinese organ, I probably spent a good hour and a half cutting and pasting the audio that I wanted from that recording because a lot of it was stuff that he was doing to show you the mechanics of the instrument and it took up a lot of air time, dead air, him moving things and doing things. Uh, a lot of it was just, you know, things that, that he was doing musically that I just could not incorporate. Uh, there was also a very unique area within that video where he actually used, believe it or not, of all things, a hot water bottle, and he filled up the Ugav with hot water. Now, I was not able to communicate that within the time allotted uh, for the show uh, with the format that I've created for it to present that to you. You know, why does he do that? Well, this is why I'm taking the time to post those links on the Hebrew Nation music show page for this show, as well as on the podcast, because you miss a lot of content that I'm not able to uh, get into uh, within these visual uh, archives that I record. Um, some of them are private archives. Some of them are not. And so I'm going to do my best to include the private archives as well so that you can uh, get insight into those things. But by and large, you know, we, we need to understand that, that you need to have a visual representation of this stuff. You cannot just depend on, you know, my writing, which only goes so far with, with the resources that I have available to me. So, you know, it's really for your benefit, and it really educates you uh, further on the history than I'm allotted within a 30-minute period. Two final things I'd like to discuss before we end our show today is there is a new technology that a lot of podcasters are using called voice messaging. If you go to your podcast platform and go to Kadoshika, you will if you click on your episode description, you'll see at the bottom of that description two links. One is what is the donation to the podcast, uh, which we appreciate and we thank you because we've put it to use to invest in new equipment for the show. 
and it it enables us to do other shows as well. Um, in fact, there's another show that will be coming on Heber Nation Radio after this one uh, has concluded. So thank you for your support there to the podcast. The, the other link that you will see is a voice message link. This allows you to send a short question or you, your thoughts on the show. You know, do you like it? Do you not like it? Uh, do you have questions about a particular instrument? Do you agree with the statement I've made? Do you disagree with the statement I've made? Why? Um, and so this allows you, the listener, to give your thoughts and opinions and ask questions to your host because I would love to do a Q&A episode. I'd love to hear your feedback on uh, on the show and uh, if you have any questions. So you click that link and it allows you to send uh, a message. I don't know how long it allows you to do uh, the recording, but I would just say try to keep it under 30 seconds. And I would love to do a future broadcast as a Q&A session. I'd like to finally wish you a happy fall feast days. We've celebrated Yom Teruah. We rejoiced at the new moon. And we've enjoyed uh, understanding that prophetic understanding of Yeshua's coming, that no man knows the day or the hour when that will be. Today, we've finished the 10 days of awe, commencing in Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And I'd like to encourage you all to forgive one another and pray for our nation. Pray for those loved ones who you want to see come into the kingdom. And pray for yourselves. You know, if you are struggling in sin, the Father knows this. That's why we have Jesus Christ uh, the God, the God man to forgive us because he understands our temptations, yet he was without sin. Take advantage of it because the church is to be without spot or wrinkle. And we need to, we need that forgiveness. Then we have Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, understanding our mortality and yet rejoicing in the presence of our Father. I'd like to, uh, you know, definitely. Rejoice at Tabernacles this year. I won't be able to do a full week, but I'll be able to do a couple days. So I'm looking forward to that. And Sukkot is just a very unique time of year. It's a very unique festival if you really think about it. All of the festivals are. They're, they're unique in their, in their own way. And you grow closer to our Father more than ever. And so take advantage of these times. And in faith, hope, and love, you know, come together. Father in heaven, we thank you for the fall feasts, for what you're doing to the body of Messiah in this time. We ask for rejuvenation, for exhortation, for revelation, as well as revival in these times. Father, knowing that as the days get darker, as the tares are separated among the wheat, that you are there in the midst of us, that you are the light shining brighter, allowing us to be made into that spotless bride, that priesthood, that you want to live in your kingdom come. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to become that bride as we repent and are reconciled unto you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Finally, brethren, I want to leave you with a final tehillah for your meditation from a book of Davidic tehillim, Psalm chapter 19. God's word 
is perfect. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth His handiwork. The Torah of Yehovah is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of Yahuwah is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of Yehovah are right, rejoicing the heart. The mitzvot of Yehovah is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of Yehovah is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of Yahuwah are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. In keeping them there is great reward. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yehovah, my strength and my Redeemer. God's word is perfect. It is more desirable than gold, and it is sweeter than honey. Even the simple are made wise thereby when you follow God's precepts and discover a great reward that will prompt you to exclaim, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yehovah, my strength and my Redeemer. Honor God's holy word and be blessed. Remember in your daily worship and meditation to make a joyful noise unto Yeshua and to praise him with all your heart and love him. And now, if you'd like to contact me and leave some comments or ask some questions about the show, here's some contact information. If you'd like to find out more about your host, you can go to my official website at robertrandallmusic.com where you can read my bio and see the various projects that I've worked on for uh, with One Accord Ministries, as well as listen to my albums. My first album, That Perfect Moment, a solo piano relaxing album with background orchestration of original composition works, an EP, as well as my second album, which is a classical piano album called A Classical Baroque Musician, featuring some of the most well-known beloved classical pieces from three genres of classical composers, including Beethoven, Bach, Mozart, and Chopin. You can also find me on social music media on Soundbirth app, which allows musicians to collaborate as well as promote their music on Spotify and YouTube and get advice from music managers on how to better their craft and their, uh, their ability to be a better musician. You can also find me on bandlab.com at Robert Randall Music. You can also find me on soundtrap.com or the Soundtrap app. Robert Randall Music. Soundtrap is a digital audio workstation allowing for aspiring musicians to create audio content via loops or through live instruments, as well as connect with musicians all over the globe on the Skype platform and the chat platform to create works of art in music, as well as podcast content creation for distribution on the Spotify platform. Whether you're a solo musician, a band, or an aspiring content creator, Soundtrap is the platform for you. Also, if you're an educator wanting to teach your class using the creative arts, Soundtrap is also a great way to teach your students in a very fun and creative environment. Finally, brethren, we are not here without your precious prayers and financial support. To Hebrew Nation Radio, Intervision FM, and our podcast providers. 
Hebrew Nation Radio is a 501c3 ministry, a radio broadcast, and a bookstore delivering the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom prophetically for our name, destiny, calling in the body of Christendom, and delivering the Torah to the nations to those curious about the Hebraic roots of the Christian faith. Hebrew Nation Radio, building a nation, not a denomination, now reaches a million visitors every day on HebrewNationOnline.com, on the Hebrew Nation app, as well as on the Hebrew Nation Online podcast and the newest engagement in our Mighty Network's Hebrew Nation Online community. We'd like to thank Roland and the crew for all that they've done to support Holy Worship. You can also listen to Holy Worship as an individual podcast on whatever podcast platform that you get your podcast provided on. If you enjoy Holy Worship, the music of the Bible, please consider making a donation at the link included at every podcast description of every episode on the podcast to keep us going with our podcast provider on Anchor.fm. We'd also like to thank Johnny Johnson and crew at Intervision.fm for also broadcasting our podcast every Friday at 5.30 p.m. on Intervision.fm. Intervision.fm is an online radio station broadcasting us on KINV-DB Internet Radio on Live 365 on the 365 app and website for Internet Radio. Intervision.fm recently won the 2021 Denver Honoree of of the Mayor's Award for Excellence in the, the Arts and Culture. And that has been an award that's been presented since 1986. You can find Johnny Johnson and crew on YouTube or on various Denver TV networks as well as on intervision.fm and uh, listen to their radio station and watch their YouTube show as well every Wednesday. Thank you so much, uh, guys, for allowing Holy Worship to be broadcast on Intervision FM. It is a unique opportunity as well for those who are in the blind and visually impaired community and those with uh, various disabilities to be able to learn the ability to broadcast their content, be it music or podcasting, on online radio. And Intervision FM works with its mission to educate people with disabilities to have a voice uh, in the Denver community. So we thank Intervision FM for all that they're doing, uh, especially for someone who resonates with their vision to help people with disabilities to have a voice, uh, not only for the gospel of Christ, but for those seeking to have a voice through the soul and, and operation of music. And thank you, everyone, for listening today, and I hope that you have a blessed Sabbath. And until next time, I'm Robert Randall, signing out. Be blessed, everyone. Mm-hmm.